self-development with tactics. So, today we're gonna go through something Stoicism related. Yay! And all once again, welcome to the Stoicism channel. And today we are talking about Stoicism. No, um, this is one of the articles that I've uh, pre-chosen, you know. I've, I've had a bit of time and I thought, well, you know, let's actually uh, look through some... Um, look through some, some interesting articles and see what I can find. And I, I have found something. No? Who uh, might have known that? Anyway, one crucial word, which is the headline. And I sound a bit bad, actually. I don't know why. I sound a bit nauseous, I guess. Anyway, amathia, I guess. Uh, it is often translated as ignorance, as, it, as in the following two famous quotes from Socrates. Wisdom alone is too good for a man, Ignorance, the only evil. Eutydemus 281d. There here, and that's the, by the way, the second quote, there is, he said, only one good, that is knowledge, and only one evil, that is ignorance. In Diogenes uh, uh, Laertius 2nd uh, 31, or whatnot. But just as in the case of other ancient Greek words, like eudaimonia, about which I will write li later this week, the common translation hardly does the job and indeed often leads people to misunderstand the concept and quickly dismiss it as obviously false or even incoherent. This topic comes often in a discussion of Stoicism since the Stoics adopted Socrates' view that evil is the result of ignorance. This rather naturally strikes most people as simply ludicrous. Of course, people do evil in a calculated manner and being educated is no guarantee at all against being a crook, or worse, as plenty of historical and contemporary examples seem to show. I mean, seriously, can anyone maintain that the Nazi were just ignorant and what they were doing to choose? I mean, I gotta be honest, uh, the Nazis were very smart about what, whatever they did, you know? Nazis weren't dumb, at least um, when I'm, you know, talking about higher positions. You know, of course, the people that then did whatever they did, they were dumb, you know, incredibly dumb, you know, but those people that came up with the ideas and the concepts and the propaganda and so on and so forth, they really knew their shit, not gonna lie. Yes, if instead of ignorant, one uses the proper Greek word or term amanthia, or Amathia, I'll get back to the Nazi in a bit. But first let me give you a better idea of what Amathia means and how it is probably used. A good article about this aptly entitled Ignorance versus Stupidity has been penned by Shirwood Belangia, a philosophy teacher at Georgia Regan's University in Augusta, GA. I'm going to quote extensively from it. Belangia begins by transcribing a conversation from Plato's Alcibiades major between Socrates and his friend Alcibiades, whoever this is, I don't know. 
an Athenian general and polit uh, politician with, shall we say, a more than correct <laughs> checkered record from an ethical point of view. Well, Socrates said, uh, but if you're bewildered, is it not clear for what has gone before 118b that you're not only ignorant or amathia of the greatest things, but will uh, but while not knowing them, you think that you do? And the answer was, I'm afraid so. Socrates then says, I like then, Alicibiades, for the blight you are in. I shrink indeed from giving it a name, but still, as we are alone, let me speak out. You're wedded to stupidity. Or again, Amathia. A fine friend of the wildest kind, you are impeached of this by your own words, out of your own mouth. And this, it seems, is why you dash into politics before you have been educated. And you're not alone in this plight, but you share it with most of those who manage our city's affairs. Except just a few, and perhaps your guardian, Pericles. The two Greek words in parentheses are ignorance, agnoia, oh, I'm sorry, and stupidity, amathia. Though even stupidity really doesn't do the job, as it will soon be clear. Algebiades was one of the most educated, in the normal sense of the word, of the Athenians, and he was obviously intelligent, again, in the normal sense. So neither the English word ignorance nor stupidity really describes what Socrates is getting at. Instead, Alicibiades is unwise. He dashes into politics without the proper education, quote-unquote education. Meaning, without the sort of wisdom that comes from being virtuous, another tricky word to which also I will turn in more depth later this week, the contrast with Pericles is particularly illuminating. Pericles was famous for being not just educated and smart, but also wise. You know, wise being, well, no, it, it's, it's not italic, but that is italic. That uh, is what made him a good politician, and that is what, tragically, as it turns out, was missing in Alcibiades. Amathia then can best uh, be thought of as lack of wisdom, i.e. the opposite of Sophia. Belangia, or Belangia, whatever, helpfully adds, Agnoia means literally not knowing, Amathia means literally not learning. In addition to the type of Amathia that is an inability to learn, there is another form that is unwillingness to learn. Robert Moussi, in an essay called On Stupidity, distinguished between two forms of stupidity, one he called an honorable kind due to lack of natural ability and another much more sinister kind that he called intelligent stupidity, which definitely makes sense. I mean, some people are just not capable, are just not capable of being intelligent, as, as strange and as, um, as mean as it might sound, you know? But they just can't be intelligent. They they can't be. They just can't learn. They don't have the the physical capabilities. You know, maybe not the brain. Maybe it is about the brain. Maybe it's actually not about the brain or whatnot. They just don't have the physical capability of do so, or to do so. On the other hand, of course, there's other people that really could do a lot with their life, but they just don't, because they are fucking. I don't know. You know, not necessarily stupid, but they. Um, they don't want to do the work, you know, I'm just searching for the right word, 
I know it in German, but I don't know it in English now. Uh, the opposite of being... Uh, well, anyway, you know what I mean, you know? Somebody that's that's not doing anything, somebody that's laying around all the fucking time. You just, you know, you know the picture. Belangia also quotes Glenn Hutches from an essay entitled Fögelin's use of, I think it's Fögelin's or Fögelin's, could also be the case, use of Musi's concept of intelli intelligent stupidity in Hitler and the Germans, providing a further elucidation of the concept of amathia, italics in the original. The higher pretendous form of stupidity stands only too often in cross opposition to its in cross. What does cross even mean? Is it like cross? Like amazing or, or extreme opposition? Like something? Cross. Stupid, insensitive, blundering, dense, thick, mindless, witless. Okay. Too often in cross or mindless opposition to its honorable form. It is not such, it's not so much lack of intelligence as failure of intelligence for the reason that it presumes to accomplish to which it has no right. The stupidity this addresses is no mental illness, yet it is most lethal, a dangerous disease of the mind that endangers life itself, since the highest stupidity, quote unquote, consists not in an inability to understand, but in a refusal to understand, any healing or reversal of it will not occur through rational argumentation, through a greater accumulation of data and knowledge, or through experiencing new and different feelings. We may say that the reversal of a spiritual sickness must entail a spiritual cure. I uncovered another interesting essay that also helps get clear on Amathia. Uh, D.R. Kash... What? Kajaba wrote a piece entitled The Euthypro as a Philosophical Work. Or Eothypro. I think it's Euthypro. I, I actually don't know. Which makes... Well, I'm actually gonna spell it. E-U-T-H-Y-P-H-R-O. As a philosophical work which makes for an interesting reading on that most famous Platonic dialogue. See my two-part essay on it. Toward the end of it, however, Kajaba gets to Amathia. Socrates' life mission but so oh, Socrates' life mission was to combat Amathia or ignorance by helping his interlocutors examine themselves. Amathia, the evil of which the Socratic Elenchus or Elenchus writes the soul is not lack of knowledge in its wilder or milder variety. Variety. It is obscure and confused, though, in its more uh, pernicious variety. It is this knowledge, quote-unquote, instilled into the soul by bad upbringing and bad education, consisting in false values and notions and beliefs. <clears throat> this is the best definition of amathia that I was able to find so far, so it's worth highlighting it. Amathia, or this knowledge instilled into the soul by bad upbringing and bad education, consisting in false values and notions and beliefs, which is the definition now. Back to the Nazi, arguably the uh, quintessential difficult example for the Socratic slash Stoic idea that people commit evil out of ignorance. You may be familiar with philosopher Hannah Arendt's famous description of what, well, actually I know her. You know what the funny thing is? Hannah Arendt was, well, I think she's German, first of all, and second of all, uh, we 
talked about it in some subject, but I don't remember which one. It might be German as a subject, might also be religion as a subject, because we actually have that. And, oh, had that, you know, now I'm not in school anymore. But um, very interesting. As far as I remember, it's been, you know, quite an interesting person. Anyway, famous description of what most Nazi bureaucrats did as the penalty of evil. Hmm. She was criticized for that phrase in a manner similar to the criticism Stoics get whenever they use the English translation of Amathia, and the parallel is indicative and instructive. Here is the last interview given by Arendt, from which I will quote a few selected bits that are very uh, pertinent to our discussion. Uh, Boldface is mine. The interview is also found in the book Hannah Arendt, The Last Interview and Another Conversation, which we might have also been talking about like it's it's very interesting it's very you know it's you know it, it lets me understand some things you know maybe and it's probably been in religion because my religion professor was was amazing such an intelligent person and such yeah really intelligent and really able to to learn us a lot he knows so much or he knew so much. I, I believe that he still knows so much, but it was insane. One of the most intellectual persons that I've ever met, to really be honest. Anyway, there is a quote. And, um, yeah. During the war, Ernst Jünger came across some peasants and a farmer had, or peasants, I don't know, and a farmer had taken in Russian prisoners of war straight from the camps, and naturally they were completely starving. You know, how Russian prisoners of war were treated here, and he says to Jünger, well, they're subhuman, just like, just like cattle. Look how they devour food like cattle. Jünger comments on the story, it's sometimes as if the German people were being possessed by the devil. And he didn't mean anything demonic by that. You see, there's something outrageously stupid, dumb, is ignorant, unwise about this story. I mean, the story is stupid, so to speak. And the man doesn't see that this is just what starving people do, right? Yeah, it is stupid. And anyone would behave like that, but there's something really outrageous. And there's a German word, empört which is shocking or revolting about the stupidity. Eichmann was perfect, perfectly intelligent. And yeah, the book is about Eichmann being one of the, um, well, actually being one of the people that said no, quite as, as far as I remember, and I don't want to say anything uh, uh, wrong here, but by the way, a very interesting person to, to look up and um, read about. Eichmann being or having a relatively high position um, which, uh, yeah, which which led to to misunderstanding of, or which led to to the question of, okay, why did he did it, you know? And he 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 definitely was stupid in the sense of unwise, and he was just not seeing what he did quite, you know, in just what this article is talking about. Very interesting, you know. Well, I've said that so so badly to be honest unfortunately uh, well anyway so Eichmann was perfectly intelligent but in this respect he had this sort of stu stupidity or dummheit which is the German word for stupidity uh, which is irrationality senselessness it was this stupidity that was so outrageous and perhaps is shocking and revolting and that was what I actually meant by banality there's nothing deep about it 
The ignorance, nothing demonic. You know, they're simply the reluctance ever to imagine what the other person is experiencing correct. I suggest uh, not just to f- uh, not just to my fellow Stoics, but to anyone interested in ethics and the human condition, that we should resurrect the word amathia, just like we have uh, resurrected uh, eudaimonia, because it is a crucial concept of which, interestingly, interestingly, there is no adequate English translation or comparable concept in the English language. This problem caused by the conceptual richness and nuance of Asian Greek is not at all new. Cicero in the Thinibus has Cato explain it. And there is a quote now. The Stoics, as you are aware, affect an exceedingly subtle style of argument, and if the Greeks find it so, still more must we have actually who have actually to create a vocabulary and to invent new terms to convey new ideas. Even artisans would be unable to preserve the tradition of their crafts if they did not make use of words unknown to us, though familiar to themselves. All the more is the philosopher compelled to do likewise, for philosophy is the science of life and cannot treat its subject in language taken from the street. Indeed, let us use the proper language when we discuss philosophy and let us include amathia as one of the most important concepts we have to meaningfully talk about ethics and have to and, and how to live a eudaimonic life. Acknowledgements. Many thanks to my CUNY City College colleague Nick Papas for confirming that the crucial word I was after is indeed amathia. I'm also independent to my friends, indebted, I'm sorry, to my friends, indebted to my friend Amy uh, Daken Valadares for providing me with the translation from German of the quoted excerpts from the last interview given by Hannah Arendt. Um, well, I could have also done that, mm, by the way. Hit me up, man. Um, amazing website, by the way. Uh, even though I think that now it is a paid one. Anyway, the link to this article is always going to be down in the description. Please check it out and please also check out Hannah Arendt and... What was the guy called? Uh, Eichmann. Yeah, I don't know the 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 his other name. Um, well, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm gonna see you the next time. Bye bye. Please stay safe, and um, yeah, peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs>